It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What is going on, everybody? I'm your host, Stacey Cole Morgan, and you are listening to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast content from. Ladies and gentlemen, today we got a packed show talking nothing but Arch Manning added two schools to now his decision list. We're talking about my top three CDL week three optic major one qualifier matches. And also we're talking about the Atlanta Falcons firing a coach over this week right here and what that means for the Atlanta Falcons moving forward. So the infer delay, let's go and get straight into today's action. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and get straight into today's action, starting with the Call of Duty League top three matches of my personal choice right here. So going into the Optic Major One Tournament Qualifier Week 3 matches that are happening this weekend, February 18th through the 20th. Number one, guys, I'm starting off with the Toronto Ultra taking on Optic Texas. And I'm mostly looking at Optic here because they got a good win over the Paris Legion last weekend. But can they keep that momentum going? Because the Paris Legion is that team where you get things right in a certain scenario. Or if you if you lose to that team, you were just absolutely having a just fucking horrific day. Like nothing was going right for you. Anything like that. And you just pretty much just let Paris just beat you. But for Optic, that was the get-right match for them. They kind of figured things out. Illy and Shotzi, they were all over the map. You know, the camera angles were just crazy. You couldn't even keep up with them. So I'm looking at Optic to really go into this matchup, thinking that they got the momentum, and they should. Because, you know, again, you beat Paris Legion. That's your get-right match. Now you got a chance to go up against a Toronto Ultra, who currently sits tied fourth overall right now in the CDL point standings at two and one in a series win loss ratio and an eight three in a map win loss ratio. Well, Optic themselves sits tied eighth at one and two in a series and seven to six in map win loss ratio. Me personally, I am going to pick the Toronto Ultra in this series right because they are the better team. Optic will lose that momentum going forward. They will win probably the first hard point, keep it close in the SND, and then just let things totally fall apart in that control, and then kind of keep it close in the second hard point. But eventually, Toronto Ultra will prevail and beat Optic in a 3 1 
Series matchup. My second matchup for the weekend that you should be paying attention to, ladies and gentlemen, that's my phone going off, is the Minnesota Rocker taking on the LA Gorillas. Can this Huke and Slasher duo win you some games? They had a great series this past weekend, but can they keep that momentum going? Minnesota Rocker lost their matches last weekend, so both teams are kind of looking for some really aggressive wins here. But I think ultimately the LA Gorillas can outbeat the Minnesota Rocker, and then that will leave the Rocker in a kind of a dire situation. Okay, we don't want to end up like the New York Subliners, where we already had to make a roster move three weeks into the season. Like we don't want that happening. We really don't. So something's got to have to change offensively or defensively. Me personally, I think Rocker is a defensive team, but whenever it comes to offense. This team falls apart. They don't push the aggr- the objective that aggressively. They kind of just conserve themselves just a, a little bit here and there to not really go into the point and try to try to win it. And I think that's the downfall of the Minnesota Rocker, unlike the LA Gorillas, where you got Hugh, who can really cause some havoc. Slasher can also cause some havoc from the distance. My third and final matchup for the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, is the London Royal Ravens taking on the Seattle Surge. Why do I have this matchup as, as my top three? We'll begin. Every team right here that is coming from the bottom, the Surge and the Ravens, they're now at the top because you got Surge and Ravens tied for first place with the Atlanta Fae squad. That is unreal from back last season where these two teams right here were meeting the with the Paris Legion at the bottom of the tier. Now you got these two teams at the top of the tier with the Atlanta phase. I really like what's going on with these organizations. Me personally, I have Seattle surge over the London Royal Ravens. Then that will definitely hurt the Ravens right there. That will put them probably at a tied, maybe fifth or sixth spot, which is still pretty good for your team. You know, you still got a lot to work on, but still, you're a great team that can show up on any given weekend. But I'm choosing to search over the London Royal Ravens this weekend. So now moving on over, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about Arch Manning. Added now two programs. It's all SEC teams that he is choosing. You got Alabama, Georgia, Ole Miss, and Texas. Okay, we already know that. So who's the new two teams? Well, according to 24-7 Sports' Steve Wiltford, the number one recruit Archman is not down to two schools. His father, Cooper, told Steve Wiltford that he is now considering Florida and LSU. That is scary now because... I was me sitting here honestly looking at just the just the beginning of the four, Bama, Georgia, Ole Miss, and Texas. I think okay, well, Georgia's really got a shot now. I mean, Georgia honestly had the shot to begin with, and I still think they do. But now that percentage has just lowered just a tad a little bit because now Florida, they're looking to you know have their new head coach win the Manatee. LSU's got um I was gonna say Brian Flores, but Brian Kelly from Notre Dame. And look what he's done with Notre Dame and look what he can do with LSU. That would be a scary situation 
for Arch Manning to choose LSU over Georgia right there in that situation because LSU can now rise to the top again like they did just a couple years ago with Joe Burrow. But me personally, I still pick Georgia is where Arch Manning is going to head towards because of the situation of how Kirby Smart handled this past season winning the national championship with Stetson Bennett, who is just a walk-on. And then just imagine what Arch Manning could do being a top recruit going into Georgia. You could win possibly two national championships with Arch Manning at the helm. And and it's just not safe for the same for Alabama, Ole Miss, Texas. Ole Miss, not so much. Their program is good now, but it's going to take, take them just a little bit longer to reach that top four. Texas, you, you got Steve Sarkeesian. I cannot speak today. You got Steve Sarkeesian at the helm at that offensive line. I mean, excuse me, offensive coordinating position, head coach, everything like that. And I do trust Sark in this position. But when it comes to Arch Manning, is the system going to be too complex for him going into college? Who knows? But again, I'm choosing Georgia still for Arch Manning to pick. Out of these now six programs, everybody knows that, again, he told Clemson, no thank you for playing football for that university. So now it is down to six SEC teams, and that's where everybody's going this year, or just from here on out, pretty much, is SEC conference. Next will be your Big Ten, your Big 12, everything like that. But SEC still rules because I was listening to Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Shout out to Dukes Bell on a 92.9, they were talking about the SEC having their salary cap raised and every school got like 50, 60 million dollars from like the revenue kind of thing that the SEC has gotten. And that just shows that these schools now in the SEC conference can really bring in talent from the high school level and say, hey, look, you know, we just got a $50 million check. You know, we can really help you out here with your, you know, scholarship, anything like that. Just looking at Arch Manning. Hey, look, you know, your scholarship's paid for here at Georgia because we got a $60 million contract that was just given to us. So well, head on over this way. So guys, what do you think about Arch Manning now adding the Florida Gators and the LSU Tigers to now the potential lineup of schools to choose from. Does this worry you if you're a Georgia fan of him now considering uh, those two other programs rather than Georgia, or are you not worried about the situation that you will be just fine whether he chooses Georgia or not, or what's going through your mind right now? So now, ladies and gentlemen, we are switching gears to the NFL in the report from the Falcoholic.com by Matthew Chambers. The report is Falcons fire wide receiver coach Dave Brock and offensive line assistant leaves for new job. So the Falcons are expected to have a lot of turnover on its roster this offseason. Thanks to some recent departures, force or otherwise, the Falcons have some turnover on its coaching staff too. Arthur Smith will need to make his first coach replacement of, of a short head coaching career. The offensive staff will have new faces soon. After the Falcons let go of its wide receiver coach and assistant heads to you per Jeff Schultz, the athletic, the, there was a great point by Will McFadden 
which was worth mentioning, which also includes some thought for the in-future roster moves. So Will McFadden tweeted, DQ always said Brock was the first to really push Russell Gage to develop at wide receiver. It, it wasn't enough to save him from the rough season at the position. Dave Brock may have gotten the Mark the Mark 1 manual treatment getting fired after his only talented players can't suit up for the Falcons. Brock still had two players as wide receivers coach with some notable performance by Calvin Ridley in 2020 and Russell Gage in 2021. However, Bronk was still steering the ship with Julio Jones forced his way out and Ridley's future with the team looks cloudy, even assuming Ridley's return to football. The loss of Bronk makes Gage's return to Atlanta seem cloudier than Ridley's. While we don't know much about why Bronk was let go, the Falcons bringing back Gage at market rate to work with a new position coach seems less than likely. Additionally, a new coach will probably push for familiar play players. Gage's connection with the current staff and his fit for the offensive scheme raises more questions than anything else. Chandler Henley, an offensive line assistant, leaves Atlanta for the Miami Dolphins. Henley most, most notably coached Jaden Graham at Yale. With his, with his leaving Graham's injury, Jaden Graham could be out of Atlanta as well. So, yes, guys, uh, this Atlanta Falcons team is definitely going to definitely look a lot different this coming season. Now you got the potential of Russell Gage and Calvin Ridley not participating in an Atlanta Falcons uniform this season. This changes the total landscape of how this Falcons offense is going to run this year. And I do trust Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith to really get the job done with the coaching staff, the player staff, everything. But this is just some news that, you know, I should bring to your attention because, again, this Falcons wide receiver core has been, I wouldn't say elite, but it's been top tier for a very long time. But now, since we've fired Dave Brock, where are we going to go from here? That's the question. Let me know down in the comment section below, ladies and gentlemen, or tweet me at MMS Stacy Morgan. That's where you can find me here on Twitter is at MMS Stacy Morgan. Everything will be down in the description below for you guys to check everything out. But guys, also, if worth mentioning too, today, if you want to start your podcasting journey, then look no further than buzzsprout.com. Let's get your podcast launched starting for free. Today is a great way, is a great day to start your own podcast, whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand and reach your online profile. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. You can show your show can be online and listed on the all major podcasting directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of fish finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their messages across the world. 
Whenever you sign up today, ladies and gentlemen, and after your second paid invoice, you will get a $20 Amazon gift card to help towards your podcast and equipment. So definitely this is pretty good considering the fact that, you know, a lot of podcast equipment today can be pretty expensive and $20 knocked off that purchase is pretty dang good. So again, guys, ladies and gentlemen, that will be down in the description below for you guys to check that out. Use my link and get that $20 Amazon gift card. And after your second paid invoice, trust me, I use the $12.99 paid account. And that definitely gives me unlimited access to everything here on Buzzsprout. And I really don't even use my my allowance much. I like, heck, I make you know 20 minute long podcasts and I still got two hours and 20 minutes left. So Definitely the $12.99 paid profile is definitely where you need to start at, ladies and gentlemen. And then again, second second paid invoice, you get that $20 Amazon gift card towards whatever you like or your podcast and equipment. But ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time I have for today's episode. I sure hope you did enjoy it. If you didn't, make sure to like button wherever you are listening from. Again, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts iHeartRadio, or wherever you are listening, please download and rate the podcast. It definitely does help out. I'm also on goodpod.com, number six in indie podcast for the football talk. Cannot thank you guys enough. But until then, I, right, Morgan, we'll catch you all there. Peace.